0: Hi, my name is Kimberly Fitton, and this is Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Her Manifestation Mentor, and you can find out more about me at hermanifestationmentor.com. You can also email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com, and you can follow me on all social media outlets. at Yep, no surprise there, Kimberly Fitton. So by typing that in, you can also leave me a voice message. If you have any testimonials, you try with the five by 55, you just want to say, Hey, you want to talk about a topic. You have some questions concerning, um, manifestation topics. I'm your girl. You can use that and leave a message. But the caveat to that is you can only do that on anchor. So download anchor and, uh, <laughs> drop me in a line. If you're listening to me on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Podmatic, all of the cast of the pod, hey, how are you? Shoot me a line. What am I doing? Uh, Well, if you want to know what validates me and what I'm all about, you can listen to that first podcast where I talk about... Um, why you should listen to me um, or why it'd be interesting. My main goal is to deconstruct religion and legalism to let you know that poverty is the anomaly and abundance is the standard operating procedure. And so I take these concepts that have been far off and bring them into reality based upon biblical principles. It's been there the whole time. Um, If you are familiar with the law of attraction, then know that I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about the laws, uh, plural, of attraction that are based off of biblical principles. Honestly, since the beginning of time, um, pre-existing, you know, uh, before the Bible. These are universal concepts and constructs. And so uh, what I love doing is breaking it down. We're going to talk today about releasing and detachment. It's something you really need to know in manifesting. So here's an example. Oh, almost forgot. We need to do our 17 seconds. I don't know where you are in your day. If you're listening to me in the morning, you should have already done your 17 seconds before your feet hit the floor. But don't worry about it. No guilt, no shame. Right. If you're at the end of the day, you should end your day with 17 seconds. If you're in the middle of your day or you're stressed out, whenever you're listening to this, do 17 seconds of gratitude. It's going to get us into the vein of uh, expectation, into receiving mode for what the God-made universe has to offer us in this moment of learning, in this 20 minutes of learning that we're going to get today. So we're just going to be thankful for uh, all that we can list, right? So here we go. 17 seconds. Let's hit it up. Uh, Thanks for eyesight, uh, for teeth, uh, healthy gums, uh, nothing worse than bleeding uh, gums that just randomly bleed. So we thank the Lord for no gingivitis. Thankful that I'm able to articulate my thoughts. My brain is in great working order. There's no dementia. There's awesome. I'm... I'm, uh, intellectual, very articulate, uh, good looking. Um, my teeth are white in spite of the coffee, uh, that I drink. Oh, there it is. We're way past 17 seconds. There's some humor in there and already you've changed the chemistry of what was going on and you've just enhanced your manifestation capabilities by being in a perpetual state of gratitude. And the Bible says, whatever state I'm in, I'm going to be content. That's what it means. Not content with not living in abundance, but content in knowing that God is the ultimate source of good. And because he is the ultimate source of good, and Genesis 1 and 26 says that we are made from him, that means we are manifestations of god walking around on the earth having a spirit experience being spirit beings living a human experience and we're a bunch of a ball of good walking around so only good can come that's what it is whatever state i'm in i know only good can come from this only good can come from this when you believe that you manifest quicker and so the other thing to add on to that whatever you're waiting to uh, become tangibly visible in your life that's what we mean by manifestation to show up it's already there we just have to see it and that's the tangible visibility right the showing up already believing that it's there and living from the end of the thing so I was great um, it's it's gonna happen so the other thing to add to whatever your your um, affirming is either this or something better I fully open up To receiving something better because my idea of good doesn't even match the ABBA's idea of good for my life like I don't even know what good looks like so I'm I look forward to blowing my mind with all of the good I want to give you a fun fact before we talk about detachment when you are manifesting money specifically I've heard people get um, create declarations, decrees, ma- um, uh, affirmations that say I make thousands of dollars every day. And this is manifesting all the time because whatever we say happens. You need to be specific though because if you are working a nine to five, you're really manifesting thousands of dollars for somebody else and not yourself. So you need to add supplemental income or for my own business uh especially if you're you know working a for somebody else while you're cultivating your own business or if you're looking for looking to manifest an extra stream of revenue you need to be very specific in these things right um in manifesting a spouse i there are two well we'll I'll get into that with detachment cuz you can manifest a specific person There are ways to get somebody that does not even acknowledge your existence right now who has shown no signs of being attracted to you. There are ways of of making that happen. There are ways of manifesting your ex back in your life. You can bring back relationships. It's just really important that you be open to the highest good. And... We'll get into that in other episodes, right? Today, we're going to talk about detachment. I'm going to use relationships as an example. And I'm also going to use BMW as an example. Um, So detachment uh, is this, right? When you want something so bad. So let's say I'm decreeing. I'm going to use the relationship example. I am decreeing for a certain person that I used to be in a relationship with. I actually did this. And so I would affirm every day for this person. And I would write letters to my future husband with this person in mind. Uh, And uh, I would visualize us together going to events, what I would want them to do what i would want them to say, what i would want us to do, how i would want us to spend our quality time, even to the point of saying goodnight to them and uh, at, you know, eating dinner with them, having interviews with them. When i tell you what i visualize, i do the dang thing. So um it took i okay, so i'm going to actually do the timeline in my head, so July August, September In four months. Now, I want to preface this by saying there is no reason why this person should have come back. When I tell you it was actually a growth point and a learning point for me that I know the Lord wanted to work out my anger and issue of forgiveness and suppression. So I'm a most loyal person and I will go above and beyond to show you the value of having me in your life. That's anybody. This can be exhausting, though. If you feel that you're auditioning and no one ever said I had to do it, it is something that I've worked out in therapy, by the way, nothing's wrong with it, in therapy, in prayer and meditation and really by seeking and becoming more intimate with the Lord, I've learned His what how he sees me and that's become my reality where I no longer audition, right? It doesn't mean we don't still have to work through those things and self-regulate and check ourselves like, uh-uh, girl, what you doing? What are you doing? If you're trying to prove your worth to them, it really is saying to the universe that you don't feel you're worthy, so it's going to repel. So anyway, and um, this person, like I had let so much go and thought I was being kind, but it really was suppressing. So I didn't really let it go. I just suppressed. So when they weren't willing to give as much as I was giving and actually uh, the relationship ended, I had fully expected never to talk to them again and really told them about themselves. And baby, when I tell you I told them about themselves, I think I, I said that they were breastfed by their father. Um, <laughs> I said that, you know, I went I went in on everything and I'm not proud of it. I'm laughing now because it's hilarious to me. Um, I wasn't proud of it, but the Lord was really showing, it, showing me that they didn't bring that out of me, that was in me. And that was a soul issue that needed to be worked out so I could really walk in forgiveness and the true love of the Lord. And love for myself, love for God is love for yourself. Because when you love God and seek his heart about yourself, it's not hard to embrace his heart for other people, which is why Jesus said, you know, love uh, the Lord your God, you know, that's cool, but you need to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Many of us can't love other people because we don't love ourselves. You know, there are there are heels in my closet that are higher than some of our confidence and love for ourselves, our self-esteem. So um my heart ached because I thought I had grown in the area of forgiveness and not having anger and whatever. And I was like, oh no, I failed. And it was like, no, you're not supposed to look at it like that anyway. So I'm pontificating, right? I'm going on and on and on. Basically, there was no reason why this person should have come back. But I had to detach. I missed them. I loved them. Um, They're an extraordinary person. I just shouldn't have been in a relationship. And they needed some soul working too. Shouldn't have been in a relationship. And I shouldn't have been auditioning. And I put a burden on them that I shouldn't have put on them. Long story less long. So one time I was driving in the car and I really felt Holy Spirit saying, and I didn't know it was detachment, but now I know I had been grieving this relationship and I had also been grieving the fact that I felt that I wasn't good enough and I was driving and I felt Holy Spirit saying, bless them, bless them, love bomb them now, send your energy and light to them and just bless them. And so with tears of gratitude, I pictured them in front of me and I pictured the color of my love, which is a golden aura. And I pictured it going throughout the earth to the state they were in, going to their street and blasting them with my love. And I pictured the, my love hitting them, and I said, "Thank you for everything you taught me. Thank you for the investment strategies. Because of this person, I became savvy in business. And it was just like I started spewing off all of the areas in which I grew. What they did that benefited me. I learned. I opened up multiple businesses with them. I can, um, they developed my ministry name. Really, were super supportive. Had never experienced any support from a male." that I had dated like this person without, they were not intimidated by my um, intellectual um, like capabilities. They were not intimidated by ministry. I could tell them anything. I learned how a relationship should be when you truly support one another and then collaborate. We worked on projects together and we celebrated each other just as hard as if it were our win. That was so healthy for me to set that expectation going forward, that it was possible. And I began to release forgiveness of myself first. And then of them knowing that the bigger purpose for them being in my life, I had just mentioned all of the things I was thankful for. I let them go from that point on and stop grieving. That giving thanks and detaching stop grieving. I knew that that connection wasn't over. Something in my, in my gut was like, just let it go. But that it wasn't the end. I moved on with my life and life was good. I did that in July. In October, I was sitting at a concert and I changed my number There is no way that this person could get in contact with me. We were not friends on social media while we dated. We're not friends afterwards. So there's no reason why they should have shown up. And I looked down at this concert, just checking Facebook, which is why I no longer carry my phone with me in those situations. Like I don't pull it out of my purse. I have an Apple watch. If there's an emergency, um, My mom will let me know. You know what I mean? I'll answer the call for that. But I really believe in being present ever since then. Because I was actually on a date. I was at a concert. And I looked down. And this person has sent me a friend request. Which is not their normal nature. And then sent me a message. Back to back. And I'm like, wait a minute. Promise. The words were, we are never going to speak again. And there was a full understanding. Like, I won't miss you. You won't miss me. Go be great. Which was a lie, but, you know, for for both parties. But it's there. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And I just left it alone, you know. Um, And then maybe a couple weeks later, I set my expectations. Like, hey, we're not friends. So please don't contact me unless blah, 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 blah. And I would have never done that. If in the past, because I thought that I wasn't good enough for them. And what I was doing was messing up my frequency. When you feel that you're not deserving of a thing, whatever you're trying to manifest, when you think about it over and over and over again, you only really need to affirm once for a thing. You only need to really visualize once for a thing. If you are growing in your faith then by all means, do it every day. But when you start to wonder if it's going to happen and you know what doubt and fear feels like, you need to detach. Because what happens is you're sending out a needy signal, which then further repels them. Don't send a text. Don't send a happy birthday. Don't send anything. Unless you are just doing it because you're being kind and you don't expect um, a response from them. Because when you don't get a response, you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to question your value and that's going to send out a signal that says, get away from me. I don't really deserve what I'm trying to manifest. I don't really believe what's coming out of my mouth. Get away from me, which is why the Bible talks about speak it and count it done and move on. The Bible also talks about in Colossians, we are seated in heavenly places, right? At the right hand. We, since we believe in him, We reign with him and are where he is, seated at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, which means we're on the same top-notch tier level as Jesus Christ, our brother. Oftentimes, we look at him as our savior. We look at him as our king. We look at him as everything except for co-conspirator, right? A co-laborer. Our brother. That's what air and join air means, but we just say a bunch of words and we never really think about what that really means in real, in real life. When you realize that you are a queen, a king, a prince, a royal priesthood, you understand that if the relationship that you desire, if the money that you desire, if the life that you desire has not manifested, it's a matter of yet or a matter of better. Whatever, whichever one it is, it's all good. It's going to happen. Walk away. Detachment means I believe it and I'm not going to look for it anymore. I'm going to let it go. So when you detach, you stop strangling it and stop sending out the signal that it's not going to happen. And you go about your business. Be busy with whatever you were doing before then. Because the signal that that sends out is my life is good. I know my life is good. I know I'm good. I know I am the bomb. I'm the poo. Take a big whip. I add value to everybody's life. And um, I expect value from other people to be added to my life. I expect mutually beneficial relationships, all-encompassing good, only the best of the best of the best of the best. So that means my expectations are set. I don't need to remind the universe of what I want. I don't need to remind the Lord what I want. I should rephrase that. I don't need to remind the Lord what I want and I don't need to remind the universe of what it's going to give me. Now I need to free you from legalism and religion. Saying the universe does not mean I'm not dependent upon God. I am God. Genesis 1 and 26. I am a manifestation of God. God is within, not without. He is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient, he knows all, is everywhere, and is indwelling. So now that we've covered that, can we move on? When you say the universe, it is God made. He gave us dominion over the earth. Hello, the universe. So when I speak it, I expect it to manifest. I'm coming into agreement with the good in the universe created by the Abba for me. And the reason why our prayers aren't being answered and affirmations, decrees, declarations, they're just prayers. It's because we've closed ourselves off to the good that was established since time began. So this is the activation we're going to do today. We are going to detach. We're going to detach. We're going to do a couple of things and then afterwards, you're going to leave it alone. So I want you to get in your mind what you have been really going back and forth about in regards to manifesting, right? Really having trouble believing we're going to do a visualization. If it's a relationship, you're going to picture what that looks like. If you have a who in mind, go ahead and do it. By the way, I I didn't finish that story, but I think it was the implied. Not only did they communicate, they came back and it was a completely different person. Um, it was, it's beautiful. It, it's a beautiful relationship. Because I embrace the fact that I deserved it. I deserved either that or something better. And I just trust the process and the ultimate good. If you believe in God, what is the point of believing and not taking advantage of all of the benefits and the insurance policy given to you as a child of God. It is indeed a beautiful relationship. They are a beautiful human being. And uh, yeah, I manifested that. (laughs) She did that. So anyway, I want you to visualize what you want the relationship to look like. I want you to visualize what you want the job to look like. The business to look like, whatever it is. I want you to go through a day to day operation of what that looks like. You wake up, you're at during the day, you're in the evening, and before you go to bed. Like, what does that look like? Do that visualization. And for my visualizations, it's like a movie scene, it's like clips, right? Get a picture in the mind. Got it? Let's do it. We're gonna take 10 seconds ah take about 30 seconds and we're gonna do it i'm timing it right now go Man, that was beautiful. So, you could have pictured your wedding. You could have pictured uh, um, your uh, business, um, speaking in front of crowds. You could have pictured yourself at a different size, and the outfit that you want to wear, um, on a beach or wherever. Listen, the paychecks that you're writing out your payroll, the money you're receiving, the bank account statement. These are the pictures you want to have in your head. Now. You're going to say the following uh, affirmation, decree, declaration. The divine love of God. I, sorry, I receive and acknowledge the divine love of God flowing through me to bring to me my highest good. I receive this or something better and know that it is already done. Now I want you to visualize what you want manifested. Put that it's inside of a latex balloon with helium and it's blown up. There's a string attached and you have it in your hand with the faith that it is done with the power working with of the indwelling God within you. The power given to you, Genesis 1 and 26, the power given to you, dominion over the earth, the power given to you to speak those things into existence. The power to write the vision and make it plain, right? You've had the vision, you've written it down in your mind. You can write it down on a piece of paper too after this activity and then mail it to yourself and don't open it as a symbol that it's already done or detaching from it, right? Right? And when it comes back to you in the mail, put it in a file, get it away from yourself. But I want you to visualize all of that in the balloon and then let it go. It's floating in the air. It's floating. It's above your house. It's above the houses in your neighborhood. It is so far, far away, even farther, even farther. You've given it full permission to manifest in its perfect timing and in its perfect way. That's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Whenever you feel yourself going back into a place of doubt, detach, remember, oh, it's already done. <laughs> not my business, already done. And just be expecting that any day now, it will come to pass. We're not needy. We deserve the best. Only good can come to us as manifestations of God. Only good can come to us. I'm Kimberly Fitton, Her Manifestation Mentor. You're listening to the Manifesting 101 podcast. And you can find out more about me at hermanifestationmentor.com. Drop me a line. Let me know how this activity worked for you. Drop me an email at info at love you. Be great. Be amazing and manifest seriously. Remember your thoughts shape your words and your words shape your world. You deserve the abundant life.